Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Monday, July 27th, 2020. Today, in honor of baseball returning, we are reviewing one of the most iconic baseball movies of all time, Major League. Yes, sir. Came out in 1989, starring Charlie Sheen and the guy from the Allstate commercial. What? The guy from the Allstate commercial. Who? The black guy. That's not the same fucking guy. That's what Riley told me. She said she fact-checked. No fucking way. That's what she told me. Hey, look, you can fact-check during the break. Let's get into the show. 20, 20, 5, touchdown. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. I don't feel so good. Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Okay, so Tyler thought I was talking about Willie Mays Hayes, the guy, the speedster who runs the bases, uh, gets a bunch of bunt singles. Yes. It is uh, Pedro Serrano, the Cuban. Yeah, voodoo. Voodoo yes. worshiper. Um, that they, makes a lot more sense. Yeah, same guy. That's kind of crazy, though, feel, still. Feel old yet? No, this movie was made like nine years before we were born. That doesn't make it feel that old. Yeah, so as always with these movie reviews, heavy spoilers, but I mean, this movie's 31 years old, so. 89? To be fair, I can't talk shit about people never seeing it because I had never seen it up until this morning. 
I think I've seen it all the way through maybe once, but I've seen a bunch of pieces of it. Yeah, before. I've seen bits and pieces of it for sure. I think I've seen the second one maybe all the way through. I don't know, but I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. This was the first time. Um, and yeah, so I can't really talk shit about people not seeing it yet. But spoiler alert if you haven't yep. seen it. Uh, I will say we'll go through our scale here, Jason. Besides Moneyball, do you think this is the best baseball movie? Okay, so I, I wanted to play another game at the end of this. Okay, that's fine. We'll wait. We'll do our scale and we'll wait and talk <laughs> yeah, about it. Because I wanted to talk about it. Um, you want to just jump into it, Ty? Do we want to talk about the plot at all before? I mean, I guess that's plot such story. Yeah, I mean, we'll just talk about the plot and give it our our scores. We'll talk about the plot for plot slash story. Well, we'll start it by okay. So the owner <laughs> of the uh, Cleveland Indians dies, and yes. he has a a playgirl. Well, not play like trophy but, wife. Yeah, and she was a former model, whatever. Um, and she takes over, and she does not want to live in Cleveland anymore. Can't blame her. Looks so, like a terrible city. So she uh, puts together the worst team she possibly can. That way the team can suck so bad that they can have low attendance. That way in their contract they can move cities, relocate to Miami. Which I Googled it. The Miami Marlins came into existence. Uh, their first season was four years after this movie was made. And I believe they were um, announced in 91. Okay. So I the Miami Marlins were not existing yet. So this made it might have you know predicted the future. Yeah. Um and then, you know, it's the typical a band of a bunch of guys who aren't great just kind of band together. Counting us out. Prove them wrong. Win a bunch of games, and they make it to the playoffs, and then you don't know what happens in the playoffs. I mean, they, they win, and they celebrate. I don't know what they're celebrating. <laughs> they won one game. They were celebrating that they won the American League East. Oh, seriously? So back in the day, in the 80s, there was only two divisions. And each division had like eight teams or whatever. Maybe not eight. Like six teams. However many teams were back in the 80s. Um, yeah, so that game was to win the East to pretty much go to the NLCS. Because you would only take oh one. God. You would take one divi- the one division winner in. Or maybe it was even the first two teams. I don't know. But they won the East. That's what that game was. Because their whole thing was, let's win it all. And I was like, you only show one game at the end. That's not a playoff series. Yeah. That's not the World Series. It's two American League teams. That was them, yeah, getting to the playoffs. Okay. Um, I don't think they won in the playoffs because I think if you look up the plot to Major League Two, they explain how they lost in the playoffs. I think. Never seen Major League Two. Okay, so in, in Major League Two, it just says the Cleveland Indians, an endearing assortment of oddballs who improbably won the division championship. Probably so. didn't win the World Series. But, yeah, number two, they're rallying to win the World Series. Oh, so number two just picks up in the playoffs? No, it's the next year. Oh. So I'm assuming they don't win the World Series. Okay. Um, yeah, they were defeated in the ALCS by the Chicago White Sox. Oh, the White Sox, the villains in number two? Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, spoiler alert. They didn't even win the World Series. They sent them to the World Series, and never and they didn't show if they won or not. There is a third one, isn't there? Yes, <laughs> but that one's called Back to the Miners, so I don't know if... I think it's like one of those third movies that doesn't even have any of the original people. Awesome. Um, this is a flaw. Yeah, Do- Roger Dorn is is now the, okay. Dorn, so that was the third baseman from this movie. Mm-hmm. He's now the owner of the Minnesota Twins, and there's a pitcher, Gus uh, Cantrell, is planning to retire. Blah blah blah, and it's about him, like whatever. So yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with the Indians. Okay. Yeah. What'd you give for plus slash story? Uh, let me pull up my scale. I gave it a 13. I gave it a 12. Um, so I, I in my head, 
There's a there's a big reason why I docked it. So reason why it wasn't going to get an elite score. It was a very typical kind of sports comeback movie. This is cookie cutter as it could be. To be fair, it was 1989, so that probably was more fresh back in the day. That's why I didn't want to hurt it too much. Yep. But even if you take a spin like Angels in the Outfield, as ridiculous as that is, you're still spinning that a little bit, and that's kind of what could have pushed this movie from potentially being like a 16 or 17 higher. Um, but I ducked it even more because I really could have done without the whole side love story. It was so unnecessary. I'm glad we see eye to eye on that. I don't I really know why do. they did. It's just a baseball movie, and you're like, oh, this guy's going to go and fuck some other dude's fiance. Well, that and the other guy with his wife who oh, his fuck. ex-wife. That part I was fine with. I I don't Wait, give a shit. His ex-wife, the one that, that fucked Wild Thing? No, the other oh. guy who was trying to get his ex-wife back the whole movie, and at the end he like hugs her. The old veteran, the catcher. Yeah, what love story are you talking about? That one. Both of them. What do you mean both of them? That was the only one. That and then the Charlie Sheen bullshit. Oh, I liked the Charlie, Charlie Sheen bullshit where he fucked the dude's wife unknowingly. Because that created a little bit of tension. Like, oh, what's going to happen? I guess that one. But the, the, other, the one, other one just took up so much of the movie where it's like, oh, my ex chick and I, I, she's married to someone and I'm going to fuck her. And <laughs> I, it was just not necessary. You're having sex on those knees? If you're going to do that, have her be like, here, let's rewrite write Major League to be a better movie. She's engaged to that New York Yankee guy who hits a bunch of home runs. Oh, shit. And then when they win that game, that's when he wins her back. That is ultimate using a woman as a plot device just as a trophy. <laughs> I know. That's kind of fucked problematic, up. Jay. <laughs> but what else was she in there for? Yeah, I don't All know. That time, it literally was just a forced-in fucking storyline that was unnecessary. It was like, let's make this more lovey so it can test better in certain audiences. Yeah. Um, that's why I got docked down to a 12 for me. Cause I mean, it was, you know, it was a neat little twist on counting us out. Cause they're trying to disband the team and everything. And I'm sure it was unique back then. It's an older movie, but it was very cookie. Cut. Here's a crazy idea. So, Maybe instead of that love story, they could have actually like shown them lose to the white Sox and set up number two. Yeah. That's what you could have done with that time. But then you wouldn't have had a happy ending or I don't know, done something. Yeah. They, they definitely needed to fill time. Because this movie wasn't too long to begin with. So they were they were 48. Trying to fill time, but maybe a great way to fill time would be actually like continuing. But what do I know? Yeah. Visual slash cinematography. <sighs> this was hard for me. What'd you give it? I gave it a 12. Okay. I don't think they did anything incredible. I don't think the baseball scenes were that good. None of the players looked like they actually played baseball. <laughs> um, except for the All-State dude. He looked like he fucking could smash a home run. <laughs> Um, I gave it a 10. Yeah, I... And I wanted to shy away from giving it a low score because it is a really old movie and uh, we bought it on standard def on accident. Um, That's how we we were watching it in its natural habitat. Yeah. So I didn't want to bash it for that, obviously. Uh, But like a 10 out of 20 is like a 5 out of 10. They didn't do anything bad. It was just a cookie cutter, whatever, the way it was shot and everything. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I didn't... Like, I don't know what argument you can make to say it would deserve a much better score than this. Mm-mm. I mean, like I said, even Angel in the Outfield had cooler baseball scenes with, like, the balls zigging around and all that kind of stuff. Like, So, I'm like, this was kind of, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I think the baseball looked okay Yeah. in terms of, like, a sports movie. It wasn't god-awful, yeah. so I'll give it some points for that. But other than that, yeah. I just gave oh. it a 10 because that's kind of just, like... It wasn't bad to look at. Yeah. I agree. Key elements, Ty. Uh, I give this a 16. Okay. thought it was pretty fucking funny. I gave it an 18. Oh, you really liked it. 
Well, I, I also gave it more. I I thought they did a good job with the baseball scenes, especially for the time. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I've, I've seen baseball movies that look a lot more bullshit, more bullshit than this. My issue with the baseball, like Rookie of the Year. Yes, I agree <laughs> with that. My issue is that it, you know, with it being a sports movie, none of them look like they could play baseball, and like you have to have baseball knowledge for this to be a sports movie. And Ricky Vaughn coming out, and holy shit, he's throwing so hard and only doing 96 on the radar. But back game. then, I think that was really hard. That's not that hard. I think back then, Nolan that was Ryan hard. Nolan Ryan threw 100 back then. But Nolan Ryan was also, like, incredible, the greatest of all time because of that. I, I just, 96 isn't that hard. I think that was hard for 1989, Tyler. I don't, I, I, I feel like it's not, holy shit, this guy's the next world is Chapman hard. Because that's very much what it was made out of. 1989. I don't know if they have that. Fangraphs has a blog about velocity. I mean, in 2008, the average velocity was 90, under 91. In 2008, only 13% of fastballs were thrown over 95. I guess. So, I wish it went farther than 2008. I mean, maybe. Maybe this is me looking at it from the times. I'm trying to see if there's... The farthest I go back, I can see going back so far is 2002, and that average was 88. So now it's, uh, according to this article, as of 2016, was 92 average. Whatever. Maybe I was wrong on that. <laughs> Still didn't feel that hard to me. I wish I could find this. Um, but even, like, the swings didn't look that athletic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, the baseball stuff in terms of them actually looking like baseball players wasn't that great. What do you mean? It just wasn't like the like I said, like they weren't athletic. Yeah, at all. I don't know the the Cuban. I mean, he looked like a fucking monster. He was like he was like the Puig of the movie. Absolutely. Um, no, but I thought they they kind of like the whole I don't know like the whole clubhouse kind of feel too. Like I don't know. I thought they did that accurately. So as someone who's been you know in a minor league clubhouse, not sure. to brag. Oh, it's also your full yeah. statement. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk. <laughs> no, more. I was done. <laughs> For my scale. 17 to 20, our elements are done perfectly. I don't think the baseball was, stuff was done perfectly, so I gave it a 16 right below that. Okay. Comedy was fucking great. I laughed this entire movie. Yeah. This is hilarious. Charlie Sheen has HIV. Oh, yeah. But does not have AIDS? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely does. He had a lot of, lot of unprotected sex. I didn't know that was possible. A lot of unprotected sex. Um, yeah. 18. Characters? I also gave it an 18. 8 or 17. Um, the Cuban guy? Hilarious. Yep. Um, a line my dad told me about before the hand. And then when I watched it, it made me laugh was the hats for bats at the beginning with the golf club. Oh yeah. Covers. That one was probably my hardest laugh. <laughs> I, I liked all the characters except for the main chick. <laughs> she was so plug in yeah. bad person. Yeah. And so I couldn't do anything. And again, 17 elite level for me. I think everyone else is great. The manager is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen was good in his role. Yep. Um, he might have – they might have, like, humanized him a little too quickly. I don't know. I think they was fine. Um, the Grizzly vet- veteran was good. Yep. Cuban guy was great. Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes was whatever. I liked him. He was just kind of there for I thought me. he was funny. He was the guy who clearly shouldn't have been there. Like, him pulling up in a Volkswagen with, like, the big-ass hood ornament that he switched <laughs> to make his car look nice. That's fantastic. Gets cut. Like, why would they just take his bed out in the middle of the night? Do you think they would actually do that? That was him getting cut? Yeah. How the fuck did he show back up? 
they said, oh, this guy wasn't on the list or some oh. shit like that. And then put him outside, and then he just wins one race, and they're like, sign him. I mean, he was fast. <laughs> Did you see how fast he was? <laughs> I didn't really. I, I don't know. That part was funny, but I thought they were playing a prank on him. I didn't realize that was him getting kicked out. I think that's what it was. I, I think you're right in hindsight. And then hanging all his batting gloves up. Still, was... I wanted to go back to that scene. He stole a lot of fucking bases. <laughs> There's a lot of batting gloves on the wall by the end. Oh, man. Um, Yankees all-time douchebags also. Oh, yeah. They made the main character a fucking asshole. And then also the closing pitcher had the record for hits by hit by pitches. <laughs> like, they're just like everything they could. They're like, yeah, these guys are dicks. And that, rightfully so. The Yankees are dicks. It's true. No one likes the Yankees. No one. I think, aren't the Yankees the villains in like every baseball movie, it seems like? Yeah, I'm almost positive in Rookie of the Year. It's the Yankees. What about Angels in the Outfield? Angels in the Outfield? Uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, oh, no, maybe it's the Rangers? Oh, no, Angels in the Outfield is the White Sox. Rookie of the Year looks like it might be the White Sox also. No, what the fuck is it? The Mets? It's not the Yankees. I don't know. What other baseball? Money yeah, ball. it is the Mets. Oh, Moneyball, no. I think they lost to the Yankees in the playoffs. But that's just... A fact. Yeah. Moneyball is based <laughs> on real life. Um, what else is there? We'll talk about more baseball movies when we get there. And then enjoyment, Ty, because we're blazing through this uh, scale. Yeah, we'll talk about it more after, though. Um, enjoyment, again, elite category, 17. Wow. I really thought I thought it was really, really funny. I mean, you are very... Uh, I know. <laughs> You're not giving me this. I fucking have a scale for it now. I can't give it a 17 because that's what I gave, like, what's a 17 movie? Maybe Stuber? I love Stuber. That movie's funny. Um, I give it a 14. Okay. 14 is in my uh, would not go out of my way to watch again, but would watch again and recommend to someone who has not watched it. Uh, I don't think I'd ever really put this movie on. I thought it was fine. Maybe it's just because it's old. And maybe if I watched it when I was a kid, I would enjoy it more because I, you know, watched it when my mind was not as complex as it is today. Um, but it was just kind of run of the mill. The love story was exhausting. That is a, that does weigh it down. I will um, say. I like the characters and I laughed. So that's a good part. But in terms of, it didn't add anything new in terms of story that no, any other baseball movie really does. Nope. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and it, it very well could have been the pioneer for that. So, you know, that's with me in hindsight with all the other movies and yeah, I just don't feel like wasting 20 minutes of my day watching that pointless fucking love story. I literally no point to it. You're not wrong, but I can overlook that because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> See, I didn't think it was. I laughed, but I don't. I I wouldn't call it hilarious. I was I laughing funny. I, the, I so like I didn't have any burst out laughing moments. I was laughing throughout the entire thing, though. Really? Yeah. I mean, at so many parts made me laugh. It was the Cuban guy was my favorite. He he was fantastic. Brought most of the laughs. He was great. Couldn't hit a curveball. Then hits a. Was the his home run was off a curveball right at the end? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Slow-mo. It didn't have that much break. I would say maybe a change-up. <laughs> so he never actually overcame his issue. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny, too, because when they are throwing batting practice to him in the beginning, the guy was lobbing the batting practice. Like, it looked like a curveball. <laughs> yes. It was just, like, like blooping, and he was crushing him. And they're like, well, now throw the curveball. And it looked like the exact same pitch, and he was just whiffing every time. I also love that however many years later, um, they made a whole movie off of the subplot. <laughs> Trouble with the curve. Trouble with the curve. I've never seen that movie. It's not good. Um, 51% in Rotten Tomatoes. And the whole thing is there's this elite prospect or whatever, and he's supposed to be incredible, and like they're kicking the scout out or whatever, and then he shows up, and it's like, oh, we're about to sign him. And he's like, throw him the curve. 
<laughs> he just whips. He can't hit the curveball. He has trouble with the curveball. That's like, how the fuck do you become a number one prospect in the world not being able to hit a curveball? <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Had a $60 million budget and only did $49 million at the box office. It's not a good movie. Does he get signed at the end? No, I think they skip him because he has trouble with curve. That sucks. Justin Timberlake's in that movie. What? Yes, he is. Amy Adams and Clint Eastwood. Has a great cast. That's where John the budget Goodman. went. That has a fantastic cast. It's a terrible story. That's where the budget went. Again, the whole story is the subplot. <laughs> they should have redone Trouble with the Curve just with the Allstate guy. Playing in like <laughs> Sunday League, <laughs> Trouble with the Curve. That probably would have been a better movie. Probably. Um, so you gave it a 17 enjoyment? Yeah. So what does that bring your final score to, Ty? 74. Wow. What'd you give it? A 73. Okay. We are always on the same wavelength with these things. We are. And I never think either. I'm like, oh, there's no way this is like the score Jason's going to give it. <laughs> so 73, you say, sir? Yeah. I think that's a... 73.5 in case you didn't know the math. <laughs> you fuck off. That's not what I'm saying, you dickhead. <laughs> but I think that's about appropriate placement for this. What does it compare to? In between King of Staten Island and Eurovision. Oh, I think I might have liked Eurovision more. I think this is a better movie than Eurovision, but it only beats it by two points. I think I definitely gave Eurovision higher than you did. Um, no, you gave Eurovision a 72. Oh, shit. What? I mean, maybe you take a look at yourself in the fucking mirror and look at your scale, Jay. I think I gave it more enjoyment, though. So yeah, you, that explains I, yeah, I think being, you did. me saying I, would, I enjoyed it more. But yeah. So in terms of baseball movies, though, Ty. I gave it a 74. You gave it a 73. <laughs> Now, I'm guilty of not seeing very many iconic baseball movies. Okay. Um, Field of Dreams. No, never, never seen, seen it. It. I, it just looks so sad. Truthfully. I heard it has a very sad ending that got spoiled for me. Oh. And I will not spoil it for you. Please don't. Um, I don't ever plan on watching it, but I don't want it spoiled. I also suggest I suggested either Major League or Field of Dreams, and I... I think, did you pick Major League? Yeah, no, I knew Major League was funny because I've seen it before. I knew Field of Dreams wasn't funny. But I feel like Field of Dreams is regarded as the better made movie. Maybe. It's got an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. Same year, 1989. I mean... 1989, powerhouse year for baseball movies. Major League has a 83. Sound bad. Yeah, Field of Dreams 4% higher, so... Yeah. A League of Their Own? When does that come out? I've seen that one. That one's okay. 92. That one's like one of those iconic ones that... It, it's good. I shouldn't... I was just... I got that movie kind of hyped up by my mom and my dad because they really liked it. And I don't think it was as good as I was told. That's where the... There's no crying in baseball. Yep. Scene. Tom Hanks. Didn't know that was Tom Hanks. Like, maybe last year found that out. <laughs> okay, but compared to other movies, Ty, like what... So we're going to play a game. We just did this on... Uh, on the sports podcast with Mookie Betts. We'll do it here. We're going to play a major major league or a different baseball movie, okay? Let's do it. Okay, major league or league of their own? Major league. Okay. I've seen bits of league of their own. I've actually played on the field league of their own was filmed at. I don't know if you did too. No, I was. that's when I was hurt. I remember when you did, though. We played on that field. Crazy. Okay, major league. I don't know which ones you've seen and have not seen. Or trouble with the curve. <laughs> major league, 100% um i'm trying to like work my way up from like bad movie okay major league or the sandlot 
I have to say Major League. I've, I've gone on record as not loving The Sandlot. I think it's an okay movie as a kid. Um, yeah. But it's not a good movie. I think it's got good reviews. I think we're on the wrong side of history. I think we are the... Uh, what's that guy's name? Armin White. We're the Armin White of... Oh, it's got 62. Maybe not. So I'm like, I don't... It's just one of those, like, you know, classics, but I don't think it's incredible. Major League or Mr. 3000. I don't think I've seen all of Mr. 3000, uh, but I love Bernie Mac, so. Okay, Major League or Rookie of the Year? Major League. Okay, Major League's winning all these so far. Have you ever seen 61? No. I've good seen movie. 42. I recommend it. We'll get to 42. 61's a good movie. I recommend it, though. Okay. Um, it's about the home run race between Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris. Um, they had a race for that? Yeah. Same team. I didn't know. Yeah, I knew Maris broke the record. I didn't know that it was like a home run race. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. And the media was, the New York media was like kind of pitting them against each other. So that's kind of what the movie's about. Little Big Probably League, be good. where he's the owner of the Twins. Um, That one's also pretty funny, but Major League. Have you ever seen Bull Durham? I've heard a lot of people say that I've, one's like the best baseball movie or one of the best. I've seen bits of it about 200 fucking times because Major League, ba- like MLB Network, would literally only play that movie in the off season. <laughs> I just literally, it was always on fucking TV. I've Maybe never we watched needed it to watch through. that. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. It's, I've seen like lists on Twitter where like people say Bull Durham's the best like baseball movie. I don't know. Maybe that's what we need to watch. Maybe. Maybe we picked the wrong. I feel like Major League's more iconic though. I think it's because it's funny. Like there's the, obviously better made serious movies, but I think this is one of the funnier, enjoyable baseball Like movies. you think of a baseball movie. Most people probably would say Major League. Family Feud, if it's a category, I think Major League would be number one answer. I think Sandlot probably would. Yeah, maybe. Um, have you ever seen Angels in the Outfield? Yes, forever ago. Now, I will I will put Angels in the Outfield up against maybe any movie ever. Uh, <laughs> wow. As a Dodgers fan, I shouldn't love it, but I do. Um, I, I So I watched it a lot as a kid, and I loved it. And I, I was one of those, like, I don't actually know if this movie's good or if I just remember it being good. And it's not a great movie. It's like, it's Major League's probably better made, but it has no stupid love story. <laughs> I fucking cried watching this, Tyler. Angels Lay Outfield has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. I cried because the whole thing is uh, Jordan, jo, d- 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 Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's the boy. And yep. Matthew McConaughey's in this. He's like the wow. left fielder, plays like a whatever role. Um, Anyways, they're both orphans. Oh, wow. That's sad. Yeah, and they're like the Bat Boys or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Something happens. I don't – I'll have to read you the pl- – I'm going to spoil it. Sorry, Ty. <laughs> so, during the final game of the season, because, you know, they get the Angels help, whatever, because I think the guy prays for it. Um, Rogers – I'm just going to read the whole plot. Rogers' father pre- prematurely gives up custody of him, of Roger. This is already halfway through. Believing it is in Roger's best interest, as Roger laments his loss, an equally distraught JP accidentally reveals to antagonistic sportscaster Ralph Wilder that Roger has the ability to see angels, and that George has been winning through that advice Roger gave him. Hoping to destroy George's career in baseball due to a long-time mutual hatred between them, Ranch informs the press of this, and their owner Hank Murphy threatens to relieve George of his management responsibilities. Roger comes clean to his caretaker about a special ability in a press conference, blah, 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 blah. Um... During the final game of the season against the White Sox, none of the Angels show up to help the team. Classic. Angels aren't there to help you when it matters the most. Damn. 
Later on, Al appears to Roger and explains, and Al was like his angel buddy, I guess, that would like explain, explains that championships must be decided without the angel's intervention. He also says that they're, he also says that he is there to check on pitcher Mel Clark, who only has months to live due to his years of smoking, will become an angel himself. Holy shit. Mel struggles in the ninth inning, but preserves after encouragement from George's team and the fans and tenants. Angels ultimately win the game on their own and clinch the division title and pennant. Murphy fires Ranch because of his degeneration of the team. And at the end, which is the sad part, um, the coach adopts the two little boys, and it made me cry so much. It's pretty sad. Yeah. So sad. Angels no. in the outfield, man. That's the one where they hit the home run. It's about to go foul, and they're all waving. Go fair. Go fair. And Does it goes it go fair. Oh, no. They're waiting for it to go foul because the other team hit it. Oh. And it went foul. Thank God. <laughs> now, is this a sequel to Back to the Future? Because Al, the boss angel, is uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, shit. That's right. He is, huh? Same so guy. did he just die and become an angel and get into sports? <laughs> Are they in the same cinematic universe? <laughs> People are asking. Uh, this movie was actually made in the fifties. Yeah, the nineteen. It was a remake of the nineteen fifty one film. Never seen that one. Nineteen um, fifties. Yeah, nineteen fifty one. That bad back then too. Um. Like no, was, this was about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, this was just hey, we have an angel team now to make this movie about. Let's remake it. Yeah, and it looks different. It was about. Uh, Based on a story by Richard Conlon, the film is about a young woman reporter who blames the Pittsburgh Pirates losing streak on their abusive manager who begins hearing the voice of an angel promising to help the team if he changes his ways. Wow. So they just kind of copied the concept. But, uh, yeah, go back on topic. I would pick angels in the outfield over this every okay. day of the week. Let's get back to this. I need to pull up my list of baseball movies again. Major League or have you ever seen the movie uh, Million Dollar Arm? Yeah. It's actually a pretty good movie. No. Never seen it. Major League. <laughs> okay, this is where we start getting to the good ones, Ty. Okay. Major League. Oh, the perfect game. You know who? Sebastian used to always watch that movie. Fuck yeah, he did. I think it's... Not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen the Bad News Bears? Uh, Yeah. I've never seen it. I don't remember it, though. Okay. Uh, Major League or the Benchwarmers? Uh, I think Major League is a better movie, but Benchwarmers is more enjoyable. I mean, Benchwarmers isn't a... It's not a good movie at all. It's, it's fucking it's hilarious, absurd, but it's very funny. This is a better movie. Major League is a better movie, but Benchwarmers is very funny. <laughs> Benchwarmers? Benchwarmers gets like a 18 on my enjoyment scale, which is one higher, but it scores worse than every other category. I don't know. The characters are great. The key elements are great because it's funny. I mean, that's true. And then the cinematography is not terrible, and I guess you could I will you s- could knock the plot because it's ridiculous. But I will say that it's a volume shooter movie. They do a lot of shit that's supposed to be funny that isn't funny, but they just do so much of it that you're still laughing most of the time. I feel like Benchwarmers is like, it's like Law Abiding Citizen where I know it's bad, but I still love it. That's fine. Um, okay, so we did Benchwarmers. That's, I was saving for that one. Uh, 42 or Major League? Mm, I'd probably rather watch Major League, but I think 42 is a better movie. It's the opposite. Really? I love 42. I've only seen 42 like twice. It's just serious. I don't yeah. like people getting called the N-word. Yeah, it's not fun. It's Jackie fucking Robinson, man. Yeah, but maybe you need to, you know, like light, like you know, enlighten yourself. I've seen it. I know what it is. It's a good film. Um, did I say uh, Major League or Rookie of the Year? Yeah. What'd you pick, Major League? Uh, Major League or Moneyball? See, I haven't seen Moneyball in forever, but probably Moneyball. What's your favorite baseball movie? I don't know. 
I don't think there's really. I think mine's Angels in the Outfield. Great baseball movie. Or no, I don't know. Probably Forty Two or Moneyball. Probably I don't know. Like I don't have a favorite baseball movie. I'll say it. Me too. I've never been a big baseball movie guy. They need to make a good baseball movie. I have a favorite B- football Bill movie. Bill Durham. What's maybe. your favorite football movie? <sighs> favorite football movie. I guess we could just talk about sports movies. Um, the first one that came to mind was either The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. Oh, that is a fucking good one. That's up there for mine also. Or Happy Gilmore. Am I forgetting one? Happy Gilmore is a... Uh, <laughs> not happy. That's a the golf other one. movie. The other one. And water boy. water boy <laughs> so you just like adam sandler in football movies <laughs> oh yeah that's fun. the bench warmers which is adam sandler's friends <laughs> i think you just like adam sandler movies is what we're coming to uh, remember the titans Never my favorite it. football movie it's so sad it's got denzel washington and he's a coach and it's like this this white this white boy school and uh they're integrating with like a different school that mm-hmm. has like african-americans and they have to play on the same team and they're like racist and don't want to play with them and then they just they what? just like form a brotherhood. When is this based off of? Is this like the sixties? It's, uh, it's older, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely an older film. But yeah, and then they like band together, and then something really sad happens. Yeah, that one guy gets shot, Carlos or Miguel or something, right? Is that that movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> what movie am I thinking of? Well, I don't know. There was okay. No, only thing I can think of someone getting shot is like Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Are you thinking of Boys in the Hood? Miguel, or doesn't someone get shot in Boys in the Hood? Yes, someone gets shot in Boys in the Hood. Okay, here's here's the thing, Ty. I've never seen Boys in the Hood, but there's a movie. Maybe you'll know what movie. There's a movie where they reference Boys in the Hood. And for some reason, I thought they were referencing Remember the Titans. (laughs) It's a a Get Hard. Is it? It's Get Hard where Kevin's – not Kevin. Is it Kevin's – what the fuck's his name? Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. He's, like, talking about when he went to jail. He's like, and they shot my boy, and I was screaming out. And then the kid's like, isn't that just boys in the hood? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, Ricky. They killed – shot Ricky. Ricky. (laughs) That's boys in the hood. You were thinking of boys in the hood. (laughs) Wow. How did I get Boys in the Hood and Remember the Titans mixed up? I don't know. Remember the Titans. Uh, spoiler alert. It's a car accident. Thanks. Right after a big one. You want me to spoil fucking Field of Dreams now for you? You spoiled Engines in the Outfield. <laughs> <laughs> you said you've seen it. No. A long time ago. I don't uh, Friday Night Lights. I've heard it's good. Never seen it. Oh, no. I changed my mind. Can I Can I change my answer? Yeah. The Blind Side. Oh, that's a good fucking movie. I, the first time. When I he st- puts his arm up to stop the airbag. Gets me every time. I got it. Got me when they had the bed scene where she talks about how he's never had a bed before or whatever it was. There's a lot of parts that get um, me. I watched this movie. It came out 2009, so I was like 11, 12. Uh, so I watched this movie right at home. We pause it in the middle because someone wanted my mom wanted snacks, so me and my dad went to State of Brothers or whatever. I was crying at State of Brothers still. I believe it. It's fucking it gets you. And I was like 12. 12, you don't really cry at serious movies when you're 12. No. You know what I mean? Like, And I was, whew, I was crying. This is a great fucking That movie. and Dog's Purpose is the two hardest movies <laughs> I've ever cried in. Um, Can we do a movie scale for Dog's Purpose? No. No, I don't. Please. No, I'm not going to do that to myself. I want to rewatch no. it so no. I can cry again. I like being happy. Please, Ty. No, no thank you. Hard pass. Why? Because I don't want to cry. Is that that? Is that that complicated? I don't want to ball my fucking eyes out for two hours. Please. I've watched Marley and Me one time. Okay, okay. I've watched Marley and Me one wait, time. Wait, Jason. wait, 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 wait. And no, that is the hardest I've ever cried in a movie. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so we have our MLB over unders. Mm-hmm. 
if I win, you have to watch, we have to watch Dog Purpose together. And if you win, I could watch some sad movie or some scary movie. I don't like scary movies. Okay. Of your choice. Okay. Will you take that wager? I will take that wager. Doug's Purpose or the scariest movie I can fucking find. <laughs> you have to watch it too, though. We have to watch it together. That's fine. <laughs> and then fucking document it <laughs> on social media. That's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Stick going back to sports movies, Jay. Dodgeball. Oh, oh. yes. Talladega Nights. Yes. Um, Talladega Nights is probably the best sports movie of all time. We said it. I don't hate that. I, I watched Dodgeball this week. People don't give fucking Ben Stiller enough love for that performance. He was great, man. Every single line makes me laugh. Every <laughs> single he's like he like puts the pizza on his dick and then his assistant walks in. And like he goes to talk to the chick and he's got like an inflatable in his crotch and he like pumps up to make his dick look big. It's so funny. It's such a funny movie, dude. Um have you seen Creed? No, I actually haven't. I haven't seen Creed or any of the Rockies. Sue me, everyone that just got mad. Yeah, I've seen Creed. I haven't seen Rockies. Uh kicking and screaming. That's a good one. That is a pretty good one. It's funny. Uh, Semi-Pro is funny. Um, Happy Gilmore, obviously. Yeah. Balls of Fury, one of those stupid funny movies. <laughs> the ping pong one. Yep. I don't, I've never seen Uncle Drew. I don't think it's good. We just always watched YouTube, Uncle Drew. It's the YouTube videos, but... We should watch it. That's another movie we could do. Maybe This website of. has Hoop Dreams, the greatest sports movie of all time. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory is a fantastic movie. It's good. I enjoy it very much. Um, I do want to watch that one, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Not Mark Wahlberg. The fuck's Matt Damon basketball Ben movie? Stiller. No, no, no. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yes. I want to watch that one. Is that one out on streaming yet? I don't think so. Ben But Aff- I do want to watch it. I've heard it was very good. Ben Affleck. It looked like another movie that get me get me crying a little bit. The Way Back. Oh, yeah. It's available on streaming. Oh. At least on YouTube for $6. Oh, so pay for it streaming, yeah. Sounds about right. Um, Major League, it's okay. The Game Plan with The Rock. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's got the daughter. I don't really remember anything else. I, I re- remember loving that movie. But baseball movies, just to you know, circle back to um, wrap up the show, it seems like there was definitely a golden age of baseball movies, like the late 80s, early 90s. And, I mean, since then, we've kind of gotten serious baseball movies, but, like, all the iconic ones. So, like, Sandlot. Um, oh, this is, like, the fourth sequel. Where's Sandlot 1? Sandlot, 1993. Bad News Bears. That's the remake. God damn it. Why do the remakes keep popping up first? <laughs> Sometime in the 90s, I'm sure. Uh, Major League is 1989. Fever Pit. Fever Pitch is not old. Uh, League of Their Own, 1992. Angels in the Outfield, 1994. Rookie of the Year, 1993. Field of Dreams, 1989. 61. Well, it came out in 2001. It looks like it came out in 1980. Um, Air Bud, 7th Inning Fetch, 2002. Bill Durham, 1988. Made Little Big League, 1994. There was just like this stretch of like six, seven years. There's a movie called The Scout from 1994. Never heard of that before. Mm, nope. It just, it seemed, there was like a stretch. Oh, Bad News Bears was 1976. So maybe that's like the OG baseball movie. Mr. Baseball, 1992. Never seen that. Came out in 1992. 
Yeah, but then you look, we have, you know, Mr. 3000 was in the 2000s. But even that, that's not like up there with like the Sandlot and Major League and no, just in terms of. It's true. Benchwarmers was 2000s and then 42 and Moneyball are both fantastic films made in Yeah, but it's it's like a 11, serious 13. twist on it. We just need more baseball movies again. But I, I guess there's only so many stories you can really tell. I mean, yeah. And it also gets to the point where, uh, you know, baseball isn't that big of a sport compared to maybe when in, in the 80s. Yeah. I think it is a dying sport, so it's probably harder to sell. Yeah. They should make... Okay, so besides the perfect game, they don't really have any Little League movies, huh? No. That's what we're going to make. Little League World Series movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what we're going to make, Ty. I'm down. I'll but start writing. Not, but then not show if they... They just made it to the Little League World Series, and then it ends. Yeah, first pitch of the game. You'll see the ball coming into home plate, cut to black. Oh. Part two? Chills. And then part two, it just skips that, says they lost, and it's the next year. <laughs> <laughs> New team, though. Yes. None of the same cast. <laughs> well, no. Number two, they had the same cast. Number three. No, well, we're not. I'm not going to well, pay child stars. Oh, there's an obvious sports movie we left out that's on the Mount Rushmore sports movies. What? Space Jam. I mean, yeah. It's not a good movie, but it's up. It's iconic as any of them. I, it might be the most iconic yeah. sports movie. Yeah, for sure. Space Jam 2. Do you think? Good? Time out. Do you think it's more iconic because of Michael Jordan or Bugs Bunny? Oh, Michael Jordan. Every Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Did you watch The Last Dance? Yeah. Michael Jordan was a fucking superstar, Are you dude. sure, though, Jay? Michael Jordan was the most famous person on the planet. I think Bugs Bunny's probably made more money than Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more popular, Bugs Bunny or Michael Jordan? Bugs Bunny net worth. <laughs> For some reason, it just is Mel LeBlanc. Did he create Bugs Bunny? <laughs> Probably. Oh, he's born in the fucking 1908. Jesus. What's his net worth? <laughs> Only 25 million. Uh, Michael Jordan, 1.6 billion. Michael Jordan's a billionaire. Yeah, he's got a lot of money. People like shoes. Who's richer, him or Magic? Without, while I look this up, who do you think? I would think Jordan, but Magic, I feel like, is more businessy. Yeah, I know he's like owns the Dodgers or whatever, but he's part of a group. Oh no, Magic Johnson six hundred million. Yeah, Jordan. Oh. I mean Jordan. Jordan oh, Brand no. is most recently one billion, but that's still less. Yeah, I would say Jordan. Most. Okay, well, this is a topic for another day. You got anything else, Ty? I don't. This is good. Um, I enjoyed Major League. It was okay. I mean, it's it any better up, sports movies? Uh, seventeenth on our list. In between King Staten Island and Eurovision. So I have a movie recommendation. We don't have to do a movie scale on this. Okay. Just to end the show. Um, it's just kind of a stupid rom-com. Not a great made movie, but it has... I might. I think he's my favorite actor now. Sorry Keaton? to Michael Keaton. Oh, my God. And I don't know his name. I know his... Camille Nanjiani. Camille Nanjiani. Uh, that Lovebirds movie on Netflix. I've heard it was not good. So, uh, interested. Stupid... It's just a stupid rom-com. It's like date night, pretty much. The story makes no sense. Um, it's a sequel. Is it really? I believe to The Big Sick, which is like a fantastic film. What? Really? Yeah. No, that is not the same girl. He's dating a black girl in this. Maybe it's a different movie that they're making. I know they're making a sequel. Um, but he was funny in it. So that that's just why that's my main right. Re- it got a sixty six percent on on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not a bad movie. It's not good. It's not great. No, I would say it's good because of Camille Nanjani. 
He's funny in this. It's joining the MCU. Oh yeah, what, Eternals, right? Yeah. He's fucking funny in this, dude. He just the st- he has those stupid, like, <sighs> he's funny, and he's like he's like that smart boyfriend who just like has to argue everything, and like point out when things don't make sense, and like it, it's just it's good. You need to watch it. It's funny. I'll consider it. It's not a great. I movie. do like Camille Nanjiani. It's it's turn your brain off. Look, when you're in you know Victoria and San Diego this weekend, and you're in the hotel one of the nights, you know, just relaxing right before bed, just turn it on. That's what me and Riley did in Utah. And I stayed up. I thought I was gonna fall asleep. Stayed up the whole movie. Okay, I'll consider it. It'll be on the list of hey, maybe we should watch this. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I do have to watch though, Jay? What? Drop Dead Fred. Oh yes. We're reviewing it next week. Terrible movie review. Yes. Shout out Riley. Uh, that'll probably release on the 31st because I said the last episode of every month, and so that's Friday. Um, unless between now and next time we record, there's like big sports news. We'll probably push it back to like maybe the third that following Monday, um, just to get the sports one up first. But if not, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Drop cool Dead Fred. Bad movie. Bad movie review. Every last uh, episode of every month. Drop Dead Fred can, this month. Can it be worse than Artemis Fowl? Will it score better? Than a twenty four point five on our scale. That's pretty fucking low. I bold take. I'm gonna like Drop Dead Fred more than Artemis. You probably will. You probably will. I fucking hate Artemis Fowl. The thing is though, like if you give Artemis, I know Drop Dead Fred was made in the nineties, but if you gave Artemis Fowl such a bad visuals and cinematography score, this should get a zero. No, I'm just saying that now. I mean, I'll just I'll look at it. Woefully bad, like special effects. Okay. Yeah. If they're bad, it it was the '90s. But like, if it doesn't do anything, it's a ten. If it's bad to look at, it gets bad points. (laughs) Bad to look at. Okay. Uh, Will it be worse than our number nineteen? Speaking of Kamel Nanjiani. Oh hell yeah! Way worse. Stuber sixty three. That makes me mad that Stuber's the second lowest movie. It's it's a sixty three. We just haven't reviewed that many bad movies. That's why I wanted to start reviewing bad movies. Because Stuber isn't that bad. It's a sixty three. It was entertaining. Like that was also me giving it like a seventy something. You giving it like a fifty? I think too. But it's not a terrible movie. And it's second worst on our list. It's in the ranks, you know. Eurovision, Stuber, and Artemis Fowl. Bottom three. That hurts. That hurts. You can you contributed to that, that so I... Okay, last thing. Last thing before we end it off. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Camille Nanjana... Nanjana. <laughs> is in the works making a buddy cop movie with John Cena. He just likes working with wrestlers. I, I mean, it was a buddy cop movie with Dave Batista. Now it's a buddy cop movie with John Cena. You get Michael Keaton in there as the villain, and I'm lining up, opening. I'm going to be the only one there for the midnight release of that movie. You're already going to have, like, the poster on a T-shirt. <laughs> like, dude, this movie doesn't come out till like, 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> like, we, we don't have anything set up for a line. It's like, I guess you can stand here. It's fantastic. All right, I got nothing else to All right, be a good friend, everybody. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. 
With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 